Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Polycast. Joining us today is an array of amazing people. We'll get to that in a minute. This is wrapping up our sessions for 2021. Um, we've got some really interesting topics today. We're going to be talking about the news uh, hot out of Microsoft in the last couple of weeks, uh, everything Poly. Um, and joining us from Poly, uh, star of Poly Live Weekly News, uh, Neil Fluister. Hello, everybody. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Frequently. And uh, the, the master poet, Mr. Clark. Hello. It's, I think it's three, three o'clock uh, UK, 4 p.m. CET, uh, 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 10 a.m. Eastern. You can, you, right, can, you can be my understudy, John. I think you can, you can oh, take it on. What. He's there not been are. on it yet, has he? He's not been on one yet. He... Or has he? Not allowed you were on, but did you? No, maybe you didn't actually. No, no you're okay. No. You're right. You're on the. You're on the list. And no invites. Yeah. In oh. the Christmas card. You come on the Christmas show. We should do a Christmas show, actually. Yeah. Why don't we do a Christmas show and get loads of people on? I was thinking of doing a a call in show, like a chat, a talk show kind of thing, where people can call in, um, and and do that. Just randomly give out the kind of uh, meeting ID, and people yeah. can just randomly join in. Oh, It'll be fun. That that one, yeah. You like you liking that? Okay, <laughs> let's do that for Christmas. All right. We did that. It was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had a wonderful lady from the States who we said everyone's going to come in for 10 minutes, ask a question and go to get more people in. She stayed in for the full hour. She took over. <laughs> you know her. <laughs> okay, okay. I think I know you took over. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going off on tangents already. Great. Um, also joining us, our friends from AV Jam. We've got Jason and Kev. Welcome back, guys. Uh, thanks Thank for, having, for us. having us. Excellent. Right. So we'll get this one uh, kicked off. <clears throat> so you may have joined a recent uh, Poly Live Weekly News. If you didn't, like, share, subscribe. And um, Neil, give us a quick recap of the news that came out on Microsoft and then we'll, uh, we'll discuss. Uh, yes, I will. And I also want to don't forget that we have Lucy here with us uh, today. The amazing uh, Lucy. Lucy. Hello, Lucy. He's been trying to get away from me now for a while. <laughs> He's finally done it. Just just being ignorant i love it i feel like we maybe should start again but we won't are you, are you two friends or, or not <laughs> she's not on your christmas card list anymore you know i, I see there's something going on anyway we, we were talking about microsoft weren't we uh, yes if you uh, caught the recent poly live weekly news we had uh, sandia rao on who is the product lead for the android mtr um, this is a new um, uh, categorization of what was the uh, Microsoft collaboration bar for Teams. Uh, and when it kind of first came out, I think it was kind of a little bit in its kind of infancy. And, and Microsoft have worked hard to try and close the feature gap and the delta between the traditional Windows, or what I would call the classic, you know, what you'd think of as an MTR, you know, the x86 PC running Windows 10 with the USB peripherals connected up to it, skinned and UI. To, to be a Teams appliance. Uh, but now this, this MTR for Android, uh, again, closing the gap, and we'll talk about the, the features, and the great news from Ignite this year that we're, we're you know, the, one of the reasons for the change is it's now going to include the Poly G7500. So not just the collaboration bars, but also, you know, the, the room systems, for the, the, the guys obviously involved, you know, that's their you know, bread and butter of taking these things, integrating them and, you know, taking the, the, the product that Poly manufactures and putting the, the pieces around it to, to solve the customer's problems. So, um, yeah, some great announcements from, uh, from Sandia around that stuff. 
What's Android got to do with it? What's Android got to do with it? Uh, wasn't that a song? What's that? No, it's a different song. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's Android? So, uh, like many appliances out there on the market today, under the hood, buried down deep, is the Android operating system, and and it's a good point you bring up actually, Jace, because a lot of people, you know, we're quite open to the fact and saying it it runs on Android and it's an Android-based platform, but that automatically then rings alarm bells. People are oh, you know, security, security, Android. Um, you know, yes, there is Android at the the bottom of it as the kernel, but you can't go and install. Angry Birds on there. You can't go and, and run TikTok on it and, and stuff. Don't want one which, then. Well, yeah, which is maybe a, a negative thing. From a security point of view, uh, guys, you don't want obviously people uh, doing that. But uh, again, that's that's what it's based around. It's an appliance though. So we only you can only install certified apps from, from Poly on there uh, and our partners um, on that uh, device. And you know, again, we've gone through rigorous security testing with the Android. Actually, the Department of Defense uh, and Department of Home and securities and the JITIC and UCAPL accreditations in the States have taken them and, and run them through the security test. And if they're secure, secure enough to be run there, then they're pretty much secure enough, I think, to be run uh, pretty much anywhere. Um, so, you know, from that point of view, um, you know, highly secure. And Android just gives you the flexibility of an appliance, that's all. Kev? It's been an argument for so long as well uh, regarding the security. And I agree, there is a panic of this is an Android system, what? You could say that about any system out there. Anything with oh, software has vulnerabilities. Yeah. End of. There is nobody can make something that is impenetrable. It's impossible. It's all about what you do to secure that system. Um, what's nice is you as a manufacturer are giving us as much as you possibly can. Then the user themselves, the IT manager, the AV uh, provider, whoever, then takes it the rest of the way. But it's the same. I mean, obviously, you get people upset about whether they want to use uh, a Windows PC mm. in the room. Same again. I still think to this date there is more viruses on Windows than there is on Android anyway. But if you lock it down correctly, then what's the problem? Yeah, totally. And again, I think you say the we get hung up on the fact that it's got Android. It's it's not really Android. You never see the Android on there. And it's again, it's it's more the fact of it is more of an appliance that's dedicated to be a video system rather than a PC, um, you know, or an x86 and, and Windows. Um, you know, there is the MTR appliance and then there is the MTR for Windows um, as a solution. And, you know, we're not chasing a PC-based roadmap um, with regards to the CPU and things like that from, uh, from say, Intel around that. It's like all poly products, you know, the, the investment protection that, that we bring with that. Look at the HDX. We released it in 2006. We, it's end of support next year, you know, so it's had a 15-year product life cycle around it. So, again, we're thinking of this more as an appliance than as a, as a computer. So, um, yeah, from that point of view, it gives you know, customers a lot of investment protection around uh, what they're doing with regards to their, their meeting rooms. The great thing, as I say, is that there has been a deficit of features on this this MTL for Android. Um, and Sandia came on the show again. If you haven't checked it out, um, we'll maybe put a link in the show notes or whatever for the for the show. But do just go and search uh, Poly Weekly News, Microsoft or MTR. But the things that were missing were things like dual screen. You know, it worked on the X50, but it only worked single screen. Microsoft are committed to 
um, supporting dual screen. And actually, by the time this podcast goes out, um, that should actually be GA and uh, and there in the software. The um, the controller, the touch control interface was different between the Android version and the uh, the Windows version. Again, they're closing the gap. And again, Sandia was saying that, you know, she wants to be able to have the experience for a customer where on Monday they could walk into a room with a Windows MTR, on Tuesday they could walk into a room with an Android MTR and have generally the same kind of experience, um, you know, not, oh, hang on, this looks a bit different. This is a bit weird. Um, you know, so a transparent experience between the two. That's a must though, isn't it? I know Microsoft aren't making the hardware, but they are making the software. Surely there, there is a must that says no matter what type of their certified hardware you're using, the user experience must be the same. And it's it's a bit crazy not to. I understand that they're doing different software bases for different OSs. I get that. There may be a delay one getting one before the other. But the original news I heard was... Direct guest join was never yeah. going to happen on Android. But however, now it sounds as though that is actually going to appear on the roadmap potentially. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I, I did, uh, we, we pushed on that and uh, there was no direct commitment for that. But certainly, again, there, there was certainly commitment that there is going to be this, uh, this closing of the delta between the two. And I think it probably will be the fact that, that things will, will probably come to one first. It probably will be the Windows one first. Um, because again, that's much more mature. If it's out of the old Skype room system, the old MSR. So, you know, it's a much more mature uh, software stack, the developers that, that work on that. So I think things will probably come to the Windows platform first and then, you know, will then trickle down to the uh, to the Android one uh, sooner. I don't know that for sure. I don't work for Microsoft, but again, it's, it's something that, um, uh, that, that we can look at. So... I've got a question then. So, so we know G seventy five hundred's coming. Which one? Why would I have a G seventy five hundred over an MTR? Uh, you mean a, a Windows MTR um, yes. versus a G seventy five? Not an MTR FA FR FA. Um, a Windows versus an Android. If it's a G seventy five hundred, it can do the big room. Why that over an MTR for Windows? Um, I think there's a couple of things around that. Firstly, you know, the the advantage of the PC. I jumped in. I think Kev was going to go go big on that one, but I'll, I'll go first. Everyone um, can answer. Uh, everyone can answer. Yeah. Okay. So I think you know, if you're looking at an IT department, uh, an IT department is set up to you know support PCs, and one of the reasons we chose you know, in our our Poly Windows MT. And again, we we are one of the the few vendors that actually offer the choice of both. You can buy the Windows one, or you can buy a Poly. Android one, we, we supply both. And you know, it's not we're not competing against ourselves. We're giving the customers those choice. One of the reasons we went for the Lenovo Think Smart Tiny PC inside our uh, Windows MTR is because you know, many, many IT departments have support agreements with Lenovo. And they're used to supporting Lenovo computers. And actually, unlike our competitors' uh, Windows-based MTRs, the ThinkSmart Tiny is a full desktop computer. It uses an Intel desktop ninth generation CPU. Uh, it's a six-core processor uh, inside there. It's got a three-year Lenovo support contract on it. Uh, again, unlike some of the uh, Intel NUCs that the other uh, competitors use. And interestingly, those Intel NUCs that the competitors are using use laptop-based CPUs. It's a quad-core uh, eighth generation uh, in a lot of them in that NUC that, that many are using. So the, the ThinkSmart Tiny is say it's a more up-to-date PC-based solution 
um, for the room. The PC also gives you flexibility. So we've got our poly branded OS on there and we partnered up with Extron. And Extron can then run their PC-based applications on that x86 windows 10 operating system so you can get things like room control on there so you can swipe out of the mtr interface and then you can control your lights and your blinds and again the guys from uh, av jam and involve again that's their huge value add is they can take that poly mtr solution and provide those peripherals and value add to then solve the customer's problem we solve part of the problem the, the solution that, that the guys involved will, will put out there for the customer, that's where they'll obviously add the value wrap around that. No, I, I, I really like that. And I, I really like that comparison because I know I've had that question from a few of the guys in sales, but it's kind of going back on what we were talking about. When you, as Polly, are having to deal with this constant moving timeline, you know, uh, MTRs are only going to do single screen now dual screens coming I guess it's a twofold question one is that damaging for you Johnny Neil and then um, from an uh, AV Jam's perspective how do you guys handle that how it must be difficult for you in some ways because obviously that means that quotes are changing the message is changing but then by having the message changing is that not a brilliant thing because you're able to go back into those partners we all know that strategies constantly change um, on a you know month to month basis. So how do you yeah, how do you uh, both handle yeah, that? I think I think it, to be honest, it plays into our hands because we build the the base profile, the base hardware, and we put as much functionality into the devices as possible. So you think of the, the Studio X50 as a prime example. We built it to support dual screens. We build in there support for Miracast. We build in support for AirPlay, for HDMI ingest, all this functionality that you've got traditionally in your old video rooms or your legacy video rooms where you want cables. Obviously, we're embracing embracing the new with the wireless connectivity um, uh, and then um, um, uh, and also supporting some of the legacy stuff um, uh, as people are going on these migrations and, and, and on these journeys and uh, got different requirements. Um, so I think, you know, we, we, we have to be careful. We build that hardware in there. It's just, it's just making clear clarity not, 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 not the infrastructure, just the clarity and clearness of message uh, for the avoidance of doubt. But in just terms of we build that hardware, as long as we are clear on that, it's down to the application providers to um, use what functions based on their strategic direction and what they want to do. Um, and I guess you add to that, you know, the ability of these hardware that you can load on the multiple applications, not all at the same time, but from a, from a return on investment or, or investment protection, if you want to go teams or you want to, you want all this functionality and you want dual screens, you can buy it, you can put it in poly mode, you can then use the cloud video interrupt service if you want teams. If you then decide to go, oh, actually, I want to go a native teams experience because everybody's been at home, they've been using teams, they're using uh, the applications or the, the, the soft clients and they're comfortable with video now. Um, you want to give them that native experience when they get back into the office uh, so that they'll use it, they can embrace it. You can, you can skin it as a, as a Teams client or, you know, strategic direction. You get taken over by someone there, corporate strategies, use Zoom as an example or Starleaf or whatever it happens to be. The beauty is you don't have to rip and replace your hardware. You just uh, change the software. So it puts us in a, a, a very good position that we, we try and cover all bases wherever possible. It does make for a complex message for, for our partners out there. So Kevin and Jason have got to keep, uh, and it's down to us to try and educate and keep education up. So uh, 
obviously Neil's channel on a, on a Monday. When is it? Monday, 3 o'clock? Monday, 3 p.m. Uh, UK, 4 p.m. Sure yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can get updates. Are you getting royalties for this? You, you should be being paid for be it. Well, be you know, it's, it's something about dynamic duo earlier, but I'm being <laughs> Anyway, yeah. It's not bitter. No, just <laughs> so, Jason, so, Jason how, do, how do you find it when you've got this ever-moving goalpost? I've got two things that I was I was just thinking. Bear in mind, 2020, forget the virus. Um, the buyout is further down the decision-making process than ever. Um, if they are to make their mind up with this amount of complexity, they could get it wrong. Then issue a tender that says, we need 14 of these, and it's the wrong unit. Um, that's, you know, you, you put in the decision-making Quite often, decision-making can be further down the cycle than us, and a little bit of knowledge is dangerous, uh, is, um, is quite often proven to be true. Um, and then I forgot my second one there, because I just went into a, a rambling... So the first one was so good. <laughs> you didn't need a second one. You need a second one. Didn't need a follow-up. Uh. See, for me, and it's going back to the original question of why one over the other of um, Android versus Windows, whether you're locked in or you're not. And uh, I, I think for us, uh, as John alluded to, it's only kind of, it's a positive for us. It helps us. Like Jason, someone can be so far down, think they've got it right, but maybe they've got it wrong, or maybe they don't see this feature. Now, don't get me wrong, the, the roadmaps, a lot of the roadmaps are public. They're easily accessible, so people can get a lot further down that journey. But if a user thinks they've got it right, but there is something wrong, as long as we're educated enough, and as one of the reasons we partner with Polly to give them some, to big them up. As long as I know that from a design point of view, if someone comes to me and says, I want to go this way because of this, and I know there's a feature that doesn't really work that way. If I was to specify the Android version as opposed to the Windows version, I kind of don't care because I know I can give them all the features. It's just whether I'm going to lock them into ecosystem a, B, C, Z, or whether I'm going to go poly video mode with CVI that can also dial into a Zoom call or a Pepsit call or a Starleaf call or a WebEx call or any other call, because still to this day, everyone's interop is still SIP or three two three anyway. Yeah, and I guess the uh, that's an interesting point in the interop service. And again, I I don't want to blow our own trumpet too much, but you know this is the polycast uh, nonetheless. Um, you know we are poly is the only vendor on the planet, the only CVI service on the on the planet that has a path to native. And you know CVI is uh, was always meant as you know somewhere to get you to native. Microsoft wants and and you know, Teams is a native. Windows or Android-based meeting room application now, and all of the other CVI vendors out there want to keep you on CVI because that's what they've got. They don't want you to go to native because they don't sell native, so they're going to hold you there and keep you there as as long as possible. Whereas, you know, us at Poly, we give you the CVI so you can sweat your asset, you can migrate when you want to, rather than when you're being told to. But then we've got then the choice of you can go to Android, you know, a low cost X30 and TC8 for your smaller rooms. You can go with an X50 for your slightly larger rooms. You can go with a, a G85 and stick in a Biamp or uh, any other kind of uh, audio DSP, um, you know, and, and put it into your big rooms with a whole bunch of uh, Extron automation and control systems in the back end as well. So, 
what's really interesting is um, I lost my train of thought now. Jeez. I've remembered mine, Kev. Go on, then jump in so I can remember. <laughs> so you can remember. Brain sharing. <laughs> we are. It's it's my turn with the family brain cell. Um, so <laughs> what? I was thinking when Jonathan was talking earlier, what's preventing Polly, I'll, I'll take Polly, from, you know, when you talked about um, daughter, sorry, what's preventing Polly from, instead of you move from it being a Teams device to a Zoom device, but you have to change the software, can we not do that on the fly? Ooh, good uh, question. There's a, there's a, there's a question. I'll defer to Neil and uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe take him back to the Peak Tower if, uh, Monday I show. Can that's here, very right? good. I yeah. can on here, right? A absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And again, I think, you know, we, we want to get to that point. And again, just to shamelessly plug it, after we had Sandia on from Microsoft, uh, I did bring on Pete Tower, who heads up, uh, he's a product director for our group video solutions. And he again gave more of an open perspective of where the X series and poly OS and poly video is going with regards to that. And uh, again, we want to get to that point, but there are lots of dynamics in that. Firstly, you know, it would be great to have all these different apps on there, but then you as a customer have to have a Zoom license and a Teams license and whatever other license on the device. So that's going to cost you for every room to put in those licenses. Yes, you could potentially have some kind of guest join capability or like a browser-based um, application that you could join through um, and get a lesser experience, but then you're getting a lesser experience. So what's the point of that? You know, to get a full fat teams and zoom and starleaf and go to meeting experience you know you want to have the apps but then yes that comes with the license there's also then the security and the support of that so again is the it department going to support that you're going to have to have login credentials for all those different cloud platforms stored on that device and all the rest of it and then there is the the more um challenging thing is around uh, contractual and partnership agreements and things like that where if we weren't poly and we were some you know small vendor that didn't really care of course we could just load android on there a domestic off-the-shelf android run a bunch of apps on there and allow you to switch between the apps but actually moreover the relationships that we have and the support agreements that we have with microsoft with zoom with starleaf with GoToMeeting, we've all got to get everybody to be on the same page to, to allow that and, and again that's that's one of the challenging pieces so I'm not going to say we're definitely going to do it. I'm not going to say we're definitely not going to do it. I'll play the, the Switzerland approach around this. Um, but we are very keen to do it. And I think it will come in stages. I think you know the, the first stage could be that we'll have a bunch of icons and you could choose to run the apps. Um, you know, the, the end stage in the, the panacea would be, I've got then a single calendar, I click join and some magic happens and it joins my meeting. I think there's, there's one or two or three stages in between those two points. Um, and uh, again, I guess it's crawl, walk and run. Um, you know, we're at the kind of crawl stage at the moment where we can switch the apps and reboot. And we are the only vendor on the planet. Again, David Danto on the on the session on Monday kept me honest because I was a bit of a Debbie Downer on this and said, you know, um, <laughs> said, you know, we, we, we can't switch apps. But we are still the only vendor out there that allows you to, to, to have it running on Teams on a Friday and then can come in on a Monday and, and switch it into Zoom. And yes, we want to try and, you know, improve on that. It's a good first step. And, uh, you know, we want to try and, uh, you know, move forward on that. So, 
Again, I'm sorry, I can't talk about roadmap That's and a, stuff in NDA. Well thought out, Neil. I appreciate that, that intelligent <laughs> response to my very naive question. Thank you. As well, when, uh, we, was, when, we, was, when we press stop on the recording, then you can give us all the juicy gossip. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, on, on that note, um, uh, thank you for, for, for the time today. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, as this is the last uh, polycast of the year, we're hoping to come back for season two. We're negotiating uh, contracts as we speak. Um, but just in case it takes us a little time to uh, to get that sorted. Guys, thank you. Um, just run through and give us where the guys listening can find you on, on various social media. So, Neil, we know where you are. Go on. Uh, I, I'm uh, I'm a Neil Fluister at Polly, but you can just uh, just Google Neil Polly and you'll find me. I'm I'm, I'm multi-platform, multi-visceral. And and Jonathan, yeah, and Jonathan's uh, poet channel. Uh, well, jarthur.jc, great name. Uh, 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 at J, that's my uh, uh, what is it? Twitter channel for uh, various poetry and. Uh, so you need to be or, ready um, to answer that question. Yeah, like, yeah come on. Like yeah, Neil, every time. I'm sure if you search Jonathan at Polly, you'll find him as well. Jonathan so. at Polly, that'll do. Yeah. And the guys at AV Jam, Kev, Jason. AV Jam UK on Twitter. And you'll get us individually. We both check the account. And search AV Jam on YouTube. We're back Christmas. And then we'll do something next year. Where, where can we find more about Lucy and uh, Steve McLaughlin, though? I mean, where, where can we find you guys? If people want to speak to you. Good question, Neil. I'm not past LinkedIn yet. I'm not allowed to that, so... <laughs> to that page. It's got stabilizers on, social stabilizers. <laughs> yeah, I guess just check our LinkedIn channel out and our YouTube channel, which we'll put a link to in the in the notes underneath this recording. Very uh, good. So thank, thanks for that. I was wasn't prepared. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Have a great end to the year and let's see what fun of games comes with 2021. Goodbye, everybody. That's a wrap. Three. Woo-hoo.